Welcome in, you cheap beggars, to another episode of Discount, the bargain bin gaming <laughs> podcast hosted by boys who were, if they were antelopes, they'd be the same as they are in real life, dick dicks, because they're so small. Dick dicks. So small, the smallest of the antelopes. Um, and we discuss the best bargain bins that we can get, and we just buy each other cheap shit games. I, I need to discount. highlight during that intro, so Josh said you. antelopes and said straight at me, is he expecting me to say the punchline I wasn't aware of? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so okay. they named it twice. <laughs> Honestly, we normally record this every two weeks. It's been an extra couple of days on it. Yeah. I forgot how the intro worked. <laughs> um, I'm glad that I'm here. Uh, but yes, I am your host. I'm lurking in the shadows. I'm also doing some lovely work in your kitchen. Chopping up some tomatoes, some salads, some meat, and stabbing you! Because I'm Michael Myers, the kitchen chef. And I'm also Josh Hooten, your, your host. <laughs> Sitting next to me, plugging into player two. I'm like a spooky Edward Scissorhands if he was instead Freddy Knife Hands, the dream killing boy. I'm Darren, hi. And currently just mashing his face into the A button because he's fallen asleep on the controller. <laughs> I'm going to murder you in your sleeping bag. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, oh, is... it's my. It's, it's a... He's Paul. He's Paul. He's Paul. He's Paul. He's he's the. Go for it again. Go for it again. Just let it go. Let let the chaos. Like I'm a. No, I can't. That's it. I'm Paul. (laughs) Do you want to do the other part? No, you're not going to call and respond. (laughs) Lovely. Yeah. Um. Obviously. We're, yeah, three... Fuck, that's th- going to get cut up. Oh, oh, that's a whole mess. I mean, was, was that you being Jason then at the end? Like, the fuck, that's going to get cut up. <laughs> yeah, that's his inner monologue. It is, yeah. Oh, what a, what a messy, messy start. Um, but yes, we're here, we're back. It's episode Yay. seven? It seven, episode lucky number seven. seven. Yeah, and unless it's not. Um, yep. That's okay <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Unless numbers don't assign any value to anything, even to age. It's all oh, a construct, people. Yes. Good for Paul. Yes. Apart from Paul. Time's a concept. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you don't need a number with Paul because no. they, they hadn't even invented when he was born. <laughs> <laughs> the simplest, earliest time. But yes, we're back. We're here. Yay. And we, we're excited to be here in this very stuffy, warm room. Hooray. Talking about games with you, lovely player fours. Mm-hmm. They've all joined us. Um, all here. So before we jump into this week's episode, let's... I'm opening the vault now. <laughs> different sounds. Different sounds like every it. week. It's good. I've lost all sense of reality. Do you know why? It's because it's lovely and cool in this air-conditioned vault. And there are loads of games here already. We have many. And you can listen back to other episodes. I could go through them all. Should we go through them all? Nah. Um, But last week we had three games. We had games based on movies. We had the Ghostbusters, the video game, remastered on PS4 for the second time. We had (laughs) Alien Isolation. Not remastered. It was just Alien Isolation. Isolation. Um, And we also had... Star Wars Battlefront 2, the second version of Star Wars Battlefront 2, not the original. <laughs> and in theory, the fourth version of Star Wars, no, fifth or sixth version of Star Wars Battlefront. Yes, that is correct. That's um, the way the Star Wars timeline works. And yeah. obviously we discussed, we talked about games that we liked in it, what we didn't, and we came to a result where mm-hmm. 
Darren didn't win, but Paul did win. Yep. Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we also asked you what your favourite game was that you heard, what one you wanted to play hmm. the most, and we got some results back. And I don't think any of us are all that scared or shocked or frightened by the result, even though we are hiding in that locker. It's yep. Alien Isolation. It's alien is- oh, amazing. Yeah, Alien Deserved. Isolation. Yes. Yeah, good game. I think it is the best game of the three oh, after I... Because yeah. I've played some of it now. Yeah. Um, very much enjoyed it. Um, I haven't awesome. got to get further in it. Um, yes. My PS5 killed itself, so I could... Good. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's that one. So let's close up the vault again. <laughs> Honestly, guys, we need we to need dial in. We need dial in. <laughs> need to invest in a better infrastructure here. I mean, we have we have computers. We can put good sound effects in, but no, nah. <laughs> Wonderful. Very good. Uh, what's the deal <laughs> with all these noises? Um, but yeah, we'll move on to this week's one with we game we saw we conquered. So we've been playing lots of games. We've had a little extra time. I mean, mm-hmm. our very own uh, Paul. Hasn't been playing many games, but he's been adding games to his leg. I have, he's, yeah. He went and endured something that I've never even thought about doing, because I'm it's, not a sadist. Uh, I am. A trip so, to Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I travelled um, domestically uh, to Scotland. Um, I say domestically, because... Yeah, well, no, they, they wouldn't serve me alcohol and duty-free to take up with me, because it was yeah. a domestic flight, like an internal flight. Yeah. So Because that's it, Scotland's entire economy. Yeah. You can't take alcohol there. <laughs> yeah, but I was going to take some lovely Welsh alcohol. Anyway, I didn't. So I went up. I got tattooed for two days straight. So yes. I was didn't away. Didn't sleep. No, I didn't even sleep. I slept through it. But yeah, I, I basically took a week off. So I wasn't in the country, essentially, for um, a full week. So really, that's all I've done but, and while we've been away is played this week's game. But Sorry. you've also had games put on your leg. That's oh, what yes. I was trying to get to. Yes. Because yeah. we're a gaming podcast. We love games that much. You're willing to imbue your body yeah. with... Uh, Why not? Whatsoever. Why not? What did you get on your leg, Paul? Because no one else can see it apart from us two. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's not very good for a podcast, I mean, yeah, me pod- not describing not, it. Not gold material, I've got to be honest. It's not a visual So I, I added, um, I'm working on a Final Fantasy seven leg sleeve because I am uh, the ultimate fanboy. Um, but yeah, I'm working on a leg sleeve um, and I'd say I'm about... Four and a half days in now, so yeah. I've only got about another two, three days, maybe. Yeah, it sounds about right. But yeah, a lot of pain. I had my kneecap done, which was not fun. Not great. Uh, normally, a movie I mean, means you're not walking. I mean, if we're lucky, Paul might throw something up on socials for it for you to see yeah, as well. Yeah, why not? Once it's, once it's can... healed and it's not looking so gammy <laughs> um, yeah I want to clarify it wasn't that okay, well, who'd get tattoos but going for a full day sleeping they just going for another, another full, full day. day bearing in mind your tattoo artist went I don't know yeah fine like yeah. they've never done it before because she's not no yeah, no one has no but um, <laughs> but if I'm travelling all that way I might like we were, we were discussing it she was like it makes sense and I was like does it though I mean, travelling all that way, you wouldn't even be able to be served alcohol on the flight. It's not that far. It's really not that far. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I try and do at least... Well, I'm going to try and do at least one day annually. uh, But unfortunately, pandemic. So, double up, right? Happens to the best of us. Yep. (laughs) But there was an incredible video game bar up there. Was there? I was so good. Um, It's called NQ64. 
Oh, cool. Nice. Uh, do you want to elaborate? Yeah, go for uh, it. Um, it's a gaming, yeah, po- it's gaming it's ga- podcast. Yeah, I mean, um, so it's... Oh, I've <laughs> nothing with games this week, he said, so yeah. after tattooed um, and N- playing NQ64, games. Uh, basically the outside of it is, it's all like it's all spray-painted black, and it's just got neon paint on the outside, and they've actually got an arcade machine outside, so in oh, cool. the queue where you'd be waiting. Um, I ended up going Wednesday about six o'clock. In the evening um, or morning? In the, in the evening, yeah. In the evening. AM. So um, I walked... Anyone here? <laughs> <laughs> well, I walked in and I was like, oh, it's going to be quite quiet, right? But because it's in Edinburgh, it wasn't. It was pretty rammed. Um, walk in and it's it's huge. And it's all black lit. It's all neons everywhere. All neon spray paint everywhere. They got themed cocktails. They got... You know, like um, where you used to see like rows and rows of arcade cabinets? They've got rows and rows of all retro games, that pinball awesome. machines. Um, so, of course, I was on a Star Wars one with, with, a, um, with a joystick. Nice. Do um, you pay to go in, like a set amount of no. time, or is it you pay no. for each? Ar- is yeah. that very much an arcade thing? So, basically, the, you go in and you can um, pay them for a cup of tokens, which oh, nice. comes in like oh, cool. a proper red plastic uh, cup, and they've got their own printed tokens, um, which was so good. And they've got themed cocktails, which were real heckin' strong, like... Real, real heckin' strong. Real heckin' strong. Oh, um, what's your language? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was talking to one of the girls there, and she said, oh, yeah, there's one in Cardiff. And I was like, nope, no, there's not. She was like, yeah, there's one in Cardiff. Our boss have gone down today. I was like, what? So They, they are opening one up in Cardiff. Nice. Um, <laughs> Discount road trip. <laughs> yes. Uh, they're opening one up in Cardiff. I believe it's aimed for the end of this year, beginning of next year. So cool, that's amazing. NQ64. Awesome. We will, yeah, we'll probably tag everyone um, in there. So we yeah, well, they're up, they're up and down the country. I think there's Manchester, Liverpool, uh, but it's so good, boys. If awesome. You get, if you see it, or if any of the listeners see it, please go check it out. It's sick. Oh, it sounds amazing. And um, then let us know. Yeah, yeah, it'd be mm. great. I mean, um, we all love like the sort of out of date uh, gaming yes. things. Um, Apart just, from Donkey it. Kong Junior. Oh, okay. That can suck ass. That's like that. Okay, but that's arcade... a weird thing to say about a child monkey ball. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's got their own <laughs> no kink shaming here um, <laughs> but uh, as I say everyone has like our old retro things like yes. you like your Ataris there's the uh, the, the box well you know yeah. the, the game boxes uh, I can't even think of the words I'm looking for What's, what are they called the arcade machines the cabinets cabinets, cabinets that's the word uh, game boxes yeah <laughs> I mean I like the thing the disc comes in um, but like those I mean I've, I've got that whole hard on for the Sega Mega Drive yes. over time I mean, some yeah. people even like the Wii U Hello. <laughs> so, um, as context for this, I spent this week getting the platinum in Metal Gear Solid. Nice. Five, just to clarify. Did you get five? It? I did. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Which was a nice focus of episode four. That was a good one. <laughs> uh, and part of that that I missed is there are dispatch missions, which are missions that take place in real time. Right. So you start it, and they're like two hours long. So you just wait for two hours to pass, and. It was it a complete? So it doesn't complete. Was it a thing you could like alter the clock on the PlayStation to do, or would it actually? There was. It, it has to be something. I think that it has to, to be in the game. Right. Be real time. Right. In, in the game. Right. There used to be old ones which you could do on the 360. I know you could switch the clock, and that yeah. was a way to get extra yeah. things. But but yeah. my um my way of passing the time whilst it's running is I booted up my Wii U for some reason and right. started playing Wind Waker again. Ah, oh, amazing! And in experiencing it. I just wish the Wii U got more love. It's a really great idea, and I really love all the applications of it. Mm-hmm. It just was marketed terribly and 
nobody really cared. It didn't help that it didn't have a lot of great titles coming to it either. They, no. They, but they do that with all their consoles. All of Nintendo go, here's your console, where are the games? <laughs> you don't need games. Didn't they bring um, Skyward Sword out on that one? No, Skyward Sword was on the Wii. Was there? What's, yes. what's the Zelda title that came out on the Wii U then? There no. isn't one. There isn't. So technically, huh. the Wii U's Zelda title was Breath of the Wild. Right. Which came out simultaneously on the Wii U and the Switch. So it was the launch title for the Switch and like the swan <laughs> song for the Wii. Why do that? The, the Wii U had Hyrule Warriors. Which, oh, I mean, oh. lovely. It's great. A lot of people genuinely. really like it. Yeah. I mean, I like Dynasty Warriors and it's basically the same thing. I will never ever play Dynasty Warriors again. You should. It's great. No, I, I, I spend too much time on it. It's, I mean, I only like up till four. Then they start making it a bit too like, oh, you've got to do this. Yeah. Like, no, I just want to go in there and smash the living fuck out of some people. And that's yeah. literally it. But I just, I just like the console that's essentially a DS, but the top screen is your TV. Yeah. It's just a great yeah, idea. Yeah, good shout. Like, the, the benefit I saw of it in Zelda, and it's why I really enjoyed it in Wind Waker, is because my experience of playing Wind Waker on the GameCube is when you're on the Great Sea. Yeah. You sail about five feet, and then you pause to check the map to make sure you're uh, going the right, right. way. Yeah. And then you unpause, alter yourself like two feet to the right, check again. <laughs> on this, the map's just up on the fucking yeah. on the, on so the it's, pad. It's like a yeah, like and a you dual just screen. Get to enjoy the game on the top and stuff like that. And you switch items around, you can switch all sorts of things around. But the thing is, as well, they started releasing the best Wii U games just on the Switch again, and they've all been very much enjoyed there. Which didn't makes they do doesn't a, surprise me. Didn't they do a Resident Evil thing on the Wii U where you could have your inventory? Up on the pad while playing the game, or something like so that. So there was the Zombie U game that came out, and that was one of its launch titles. Right. And that was the idea that it was a game that you couldn't pause. It was right. like an always running game. Okay. So another thing it had, like lockpicking, was a mini game you played on the touch screen, but it didn't pause the game. Oh, that's so you cool. could look up at the TV to make sure you're not being chased, and look back down, like pick your lock, and then look up where you're moving your inventory around, or you're like checking your map, but the game is. That's paused. really cool. It was a lot of really cool ideas just undone mm. by really shit marketing because people just thought it was an add-on to the Wii. Yeah, that that was yeah. a big issue with it. We I, I saw it and it instantly went, ah, oh, it's just it's like an extra controller. Surely that's all it is. I, in my head, I hadn't yeah. ever really, I didn't really make the connection. I mean, I wasn't wonderfully sold on the Nintendo. And to be honest, the Wii was doing what it needed to do at the time. And I yeah. had mm-hmm. another console. I mm-hmm. didn't have but, frivolous money to spend. <laughs> but... It launched for however much it launched for. And I bought it, I think five years into its lifespan for 120 quid and got plenty of life out of it. Wow. I, I, I really enjoyed my time with it. But as I say, I just keep rebuying its games for the Switch. Because but you wouldn't tell people to not buy a Switch and buy that instead? No, no. <laughs> like, the Switch has better titles, especially yeah. go-to. But like if you can pick one up for however much reduced price it's for now, there's some great fucking games on it, and it's just a lot of fun. I love really I time. love the innovation that people do with consoles. It's just always a shame when you see it and like oh, it, it's like with the, when well, it falls flat. Like... Well, look at the PS4 <clears throat> for example. It mm-hmm. did the whole Astro Bot thing, which yeah. no one ever utilized that. Then they've done the PS5 yeah. where they've gone, hey, look, this is what we can do with Astro Bot, and people are, might pick up on this. I think it's going to be more in this generation. Yeah, but very people very much know you put a game on the screen, you've got your controller. Off you go. Off you go. Yeah. And they yeah. know it's a tried and tested thing. Why try and rock the, which might get negative reviews? And it's a mm. shame when. But if you've got something that's built like that and all it is is just changing the UI on yeah. it. Hmm. Well, it... part of it was that I think people, like you say, thought it was an extra controller. And it's yeah. like, oh, it's just something. I played the Wii on here, but why wouldn't I play it on the TV? And they didn't well advertise that it's actually both. Yeah. It's basically yeah. you have. It's like a DS, but 
expanded upon to HD capacity. And everyone loved the DS. Yeah. So I just wish everyone loved this. It's, <laughs> it's great. It's mad. I mean, I've never used the Wii U. Um, but it's one of those things that passed me by. And I don't think I'm ever going to go back to. Yeah. I just, I just, well, with the Switch right now, I've got that. You've got mm. the Wii's. You've got everything. you got all the consoles. I don't, I don't see the appeal, but I really feel like I missed out. But I didn't because it's all come back to Switch now, isn't it? Yes. It's absolutely. one of those things I could see people buying five years down the line for like 50 quid buying a bunch of games for a fiver and going oh this is fucking great i love yeah, this yeah and it was really good if it got more support at the time because it felt like as soon as they came out it went well that's a fucking bust switch <laughs> literally switched it that's what they did yeah <laughs> they just went oh we'll do this instead fuck it and everyone went oh awesome it's, it's... like oh will you know <laughs> <laughs> oh no Mate. it's funny you mentioned lock picking and that is linking wonderfully into what Hooray. i've been spending most of my time doing in the game i've been playing okay. which is uh fallout 4 i've gone back to fallout 4 oh, amazing um i that's that's the one thing i love in all bethesda games is lock picking i don't know what yeah. it is there's something is it really a little, little mini game? something satisfying it's about the click it. at the end it's got to be it is it's, what i noticed was different between you know elder scrolls and this is you don't get experience every time you you tempt it and it dies you only yeah. get it if you succeed in this which i think right. makes sense um but it's yeah. more reasonable but not as, not as nice not as nice <laughs> um, just mean but yeah i've gone back to fallout 4 after five years of not touching yeah. it because it came out i think 2016 is I, it really i got it during wow. when i was doing my teacher training something along those lines it must be around that sort of time and i was so busy that i, did, yeah. I, I remember being really excited for it i like, pre-ordered it didn't have much money at the time yeah Came from Amazon, didn't show up on the day. I got so angry, I called up, cancelled it, and then bought it <laughs> on the actual store at the, at the same time. Good stuff. And I was out money, and I was like, I don't have this. And then I gave up on it, because then it had all the building aspects of it. Yep. Right, yeah. So I've now spent, I think, I, I said it's down. I'm level 15. I haven't even made, awesome. it, to, I haven't even made it to Diamond City yet. That's, oh, what? That's sort of my, yeah, I know. I'm, oh, what? I'm, I'm slowly clearing everything. But I've now realised I've got to the point where I need to start building beacons for people to come yeah. to my bloody settlements yeah and, I, yeah and i've hit that wall again and i think it was about this time i gave up last time level right. 15 uh-huh. because this is when you have to start doing that stuff but i was much further in the story i'm enjoying myself hugely yes and i'm loving all bits of it but honestly i couldn't give two fucks about these communities i, I don't who's care the, about who's them. the captain guy that preston. Keeps preston preston oh preston <laughs> that's it i've literally met two factions so far that's how little i've got in the wow. story like I've, met, I've met the minutemen and uh, brotherhood of steel and that's literally it oh. I'm, I'm aware of the gunners as well but they're not yeah. they're not a good faction yeah, yeah. but two left <clears throat> to meet two proper ones left to meet probably around there the yeah. big ones yeah. yeah and that's i mean like I haven't oh, met. It's I, so good. But like this cool stuff, like I'm, because I'm, I'm early enough in the game, I haven't yeah. like met anything, but like, I'm, because I know quite a bit, like I know how the story ends to, anyway. Um, yeah. I know the big twist. Um, not spoiling it for everyone <clears throat> listening, but, so, um, Fanta Fruit. Yes. Fanta Fruit <laughs> twist. Yeah. Um, I, but I'm seeing stuff that I know happens late in the game. Like I found a settlement in the middle of nowhere with surrounded by cats, which I never saw the first time. I was like, ah, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you go and loot the guy's house and he's got, um, Atom Cats gear which is obviously oh, yeah. a small faction yeah. that you find later on, but it's just a random guy right near Sanctuary, right at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But unless you go like really close to the edge of the map for no reason, yeah. you wouldn't find this yeah. guy selling chems. And you're like, cool, <laughs> this is what we're doing. But yeah. That's yeah, the biker gang. Uh, they're the ones that are sort of like, like the poets 60s. and stuff. Okay. Yeah, they're like the ones that write all the p- bad poetry and things <laughs> like that. But I haven't got far enough to find them properly, but I'm just aware of, I'm remotely aware of, aware of them. Yeah. But yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm gonna put all my time in. I've decided that's my time sync game that nice. is gonna go in, and I'm literally gonna explore 
every scrap of oh, land. I love it. Everything. That's, Absolutely love it. Because I love I love a map clearing game. So yeah, that's what you need. Yeah, back there. But yeah, that's our Wii game. We saw yes. we conquered. Um, if there's any games out that you think maybe we should be checking out, because none of us have talked about brand new games yeah. that have come out. Um, yeah. Do let us know, um, and we'll probably pick them up because I've got no impulse control, and neither does Darren. <laughs> no. um, so I well, know we'll pick them up. Paul's Paul's a bit more restrained on that sort of side. That of things. comes with age, boys. It comes a lot comes with age. <laughs> <if I'm laughs> it. Um, yeah, that's it. So yeah. should we move into this week's episode? Let's do it. So what are we doing? Um, this week, we are doing, well, as you can tell from the beginning, we were talking about serial killers mm-hmm. um, with famous noises. Yeah. We're doing serial. Um, we're doing serial, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, uh, we are doing the topic of death. Ooh. Um, because serial killers make death. Um, <laughs> make death. But if we want some clarity on what death is, I'm just going to turn to, turn to Darren, because we left him to ponder it last episode. Um, I think we left Paul to accept it or something like that. I, I but, was accepting death, yes. But yes, uh, Darren, can you explain what death is to our lovely listeners? Uh, it's not life. Oh, thanks. Brilliant. Two weeks of doing that. So, um, <laughs> two weeks, two and a half weeks. If you can tell, I really thought about it. You really thought about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the opposite of what you're probably doing now, guys. Mm. I mean, you're not living, you're surviving, probably, if you listen to this. You're doing your best. <laughs> you're probably not doing your best either if you're listening to this. Um, but yeah, If you're that's... listening to this, are you okay? Yeah, so death, we're just the general idea of death, it means it's sort of all-encompassing. It could be about... A main character dying. Hmm. It could be a location. It could be an actual character. Yeah. It could be the acceptance of. It could be anything in a game. Is yeah. what's going on there? So I looked into this genre, should we say, or topic, and in his own spare time beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> part of that. Exactly. Like so, when we were looking into buying games for each other, I looked into this topic, and it's it's, it's quite nice to see that video games have been helping a lot of people come to terms with death yeah mm. and i i didn't obviously would never have thought that but it's a way of people like coping with the stuff that they've got going on it's easier for them to process it by going through these different storytelling it's, it's games you know? a vicarious outlet it's the same reason it's a lot of reasons why people argue that i suppose uh, video games are the most Im- influential art form for mm. people now mm-hmm. yeah. because it's it's not just a viewing experience, it's a participatory yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah. you're exploring and going through that and it's opening up other elements. It's like, I mean, Celeste got huge um, outcry, like mm. outpour of respect when it came out because it was all to do with depression and that yeah. extra, yeah. the extra idea that there's a, there's something inside you and do you accept it, yeah. do you fight it and that sort of thing. And you yeah. find games, I mean, like Life is Strange is another one which got, because of it's, yeah, it's, that was it's thematic. Uh-huh. It's a bit more sort of, I would say niche, but it's not quite. Um, Hellblade, when that came out, yes, were being truly artful in how it portrayed these ideas of death and acceptance and things Lost, like yeah. that. I've still not played that, but Cinema I, I view it as incredible. Like. Everyone's heard it's incredible. Play it with headphones. It is one of the best sounding games ever. Oh, really? Yeah, honestly, I, oh. I don't know how they did it. But like, I've had closer emotional connections to games than TV or film. I cry at everything. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I cry at everything. I'm a mess. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not good with any sort of art form. I'm like, oh no! We had a conversation before. I'm like, if you want to cry, play this or this. It'll get you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got death. Yes. Woo! Um, so <laughs> everyone cheering death. I mean, it's the one thing we're all certain of. It's all coming for us. Mm-hmm. You can't get away. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, there's a point where this becomes copyright <laughs> infringement, but if we pretend we don't know what's going on, it's all right. Um, but yeah, games all came. There's a lot of issues with games, I think, this week, where they were arriving, where, where they're not arriving. Uh, but the first person to get their game um, was uh, Mr. Darren. It was Mr. Darren. Mr. Darren. That is my full name. That, <laughs> that's my father's name. <laughs> I'm just Mr. I don't have a name. No, um, I, this week, was greeted with... A surprisingly recent game, mm. which um, I was created with Hades, the world's so most popular roguelite. Yes, it is, is it? currently. Um, Death's Door, is that a roguelite? Couldn't tell you. I was going to say, oh, it's a bit, yeah, I think it is a I roguelite. Think it is. I think they're the two competing yeah. Compa- wow. yeah, popular roguelites right now, aren't they? No, everyone loves Hades because it's by uh, Supergiant, and everyone loves everything that Supergiant ever releases. Where else has like, Supergiant done? Uh, Bastion. Mm-hmm. The isometric one about a boy in the apocalypse yep or spirit fairer the isometric one about a girl with a computer sword yes or pyre the basketball game <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like i'm joking but no pyre's a basketball game perfect yes um but this is hades and you play as zagreus who is hades son okay and your aim is to escape hades escape hell mm-hmm. Uh, because you're looking for your mother, who left. Right. And, of course, it's all rooted in mythology, so all like, the famous figures are around. Mm-hmm. It pays you have Cerberus, who you get to pet every time you go back, and it's Brilliant. the best. Sold. <laughs> Sold. Um, you have Nyx I... there, who you believed was your mother, and then, as it reveals further on, uh, Persephone, who actually is... Oh, spoilers. Spoilers <laughs> for mythology. <I> <laughs> but, yes, it's a roguelite of you basically trying to escape through the four layers of Hades. Oh, amazing. And you have to go through them in order, and there's the boss at the end of all of them. And you get these upgrades as you go along. Mm-hmm. The one I like about this one especially is you have, every time you go into a room, you fight with the enemies, you get the reward of the room. And then there's choice most of the time. Oh, if you can get this thing, you can get this thing for the next room. Right. And some of them will be, there's a harder room ahead, but you can get this thing. So you can get upgrade materials for yourself, you can get upgrade materials for Hades, you can get uh, coins that you can spend during your run, Right. you can get boons, which are gifts from the other gods, Yes. and they're all wonderfully characterised, wonderfully designed. Mm-hmm. They're also does, does it give you like different skills and stuff then? Yes. I'm glad you came in, I was going to make a terrible joke. Let's, just, <laughs> let's, let's move past it. <laughs> so they all generally have the same sorts of skills but each one will have something specific to them right uh like Ares skills will give you a affliction called doom mm-hmm. which hits them for more damage after a number of seconds so you can just hit someone and then run away to attack someone else and yes. they'll just die on their own time you have like poseidon who mm-hmm. is attacks typically push people away right and you have athena's who's deflects attacks and it's op as shit Okay. Love it. It's very overpowered, and I get really happy every time I see a little symbol mm-hmm. in a doorway, because I'm like, fuck, yeah, yes. reflection. Poseidon's attack is very much like my love. It just pushes, pushes everyone away. <laughs> but yeah, you go through and you do each bit, but the thing that most people like about it, and the thing that I like about it, and it was super giant saying this is what they tried to achieve in Pyre and couldn't, Okay, is how it procedurally develops the story. And that's, right. and that's the basketball game, Pyre. Pyre is the basketball game. Yeah. Yes. Again, it sounds like I'm joking. Look it up. It's a basketball <laughs> game. It's the idea that because of the structure of it, it's not played as if 
you're just going and then you're back. It's acknowledged that you have been killed by something. Right. Okay. So you have um, Hypnos, who's like the welcomer, I guess, the greeter of Hades. Uh-huh. And every time you can go and talk to him, it'll be like, oh, you got killed by this, eh? You should look out for those. <laughs> like, Thanks, yeah, mate. <laughs> Thanks, pal, you dickhead. <laughs> He's like the guy at the front of a gym going, oh, it's rock type in here. You're like, yeah, yeah. we know it's rock type. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. But it's the case of, um, like, once you beat the first boss, mm-hmm. they then appear in Hades and you can talk to them every time you come through. And your relationship cool. begins to develop. Cool. And there's certain bits, like, um, there's prophecies you can fill out. And a lot of them are rooted in mythology. But a lot of it's about reuniting two people. Right. So, like, there's the famous myth of um, Orpheus and Eurydice. Yeah. Which is in popular musical Hades Town. And you can bring Orpheus. I love that. You're in popular musical Hades Town. And me and Paul both looked at each other like, is wow. it? Right. <laughs> is it? Apparently. <laughs> uh, and you bring, you can pay for an improvement to Hades to bring Orpheus back as the court musician. And ah. Eurydice is somewhere in the second area. Right. She's one of like the... Should be on the sixth, sixth area is where she should be. Should be. Sure. <laughs> and then you, as you progress, you can sort of give various upgrades and you can get them back together. And you do that for various groups of people. Yeah. But it's just so well done. It's so stylistically brilliant. It, it looks incredible. Because oh, like, when, when you're on about uh, uh, such a current game, I looked it up and I was like... This looks it. It looks great. Yeah. yeah. So I I assume it, it plays. There incredible. there is a reason it's topping a lot of people's game of the year list, and it's just because it's like a a standard roguelite, mm-hmm. but nothing about it is half-assed. Like Brilliant. the style is beautiful, the artwork is beautiful, the upgrade paths are really interesting. Everything is done super well. Is it like a the box is shiny? The soundtrack's <laughs> great. Everyone is voice acted, and they all have oh, distinctly it? different voices. And um, I will close out by saying that the sword is terrible. <laughs> okay. There's six <laughs> weapons to choose from and the sword is shit. Bear that in mind. Just want you all to know. Brilliant. Um, and then the second person to receive their game could have been Paul, but it could've wasn't. Could have been Paul. In theory, the first person to receive the their game should have been Paul. That is it. But, but it actually was me. I got a, a game from uh, our old man of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's me. He was busy looking on all the sites. He went to www.google. And then <laughs> yeah. I think in. you'll find he went to Ask Jeeves. <laughs> the World Wide Web. He called, he called up 118118, hoping to get an answer on Death Game. And um, <laughs> Death Game. he bought me a game for the first... Is it the first one on the Switch? It's the first Switch one. I yes. believe so. Yes. First Switch game of Flipping Death. Flipping Death. Mother Flipping Death is what he got me. Um, I mean... So far, good title for, for what we're looking for. That's what I good. thought. Um, good spell. So this is a game which is a platform puzzler, is how I would describe it. Okay. The idea is you're a character, you're called Penny, you die. Good Simple start. premise, you die, you go in. You find the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper thinks that you're a temp, so he what? goes on holiday to the moon. And you take over <laughs> as the Grim Reaper. Okay. Very good. Um, and you have the ability to flip from the afterlife which is basically the reverse of the real world but it's mm-hmm. sort of like platforms behind houses so you can move around like right. they do or you can flip and possess bodies and then you can work in the real world cool. with their strange abilities like some guy licks a lot another person <laughs> bites another person has an ice cream this is goes around you pretty uh, not really no <laughs> but, I, 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 but that's that's so that's the premise is nice. you're this person the story then follows you um, being death, going, why am I doing this role? 
and you find your body's possessed as well. So oh, you got killed right. under mysterious circumstances, Good. and now you need to find out why your body's been taken. So you follow six chapters plus um, a pre prequel, a prelude, pre- prologue. That's what I wanted. Yeah, okay, cool. Got there eventually. <laughs> God, today's hard. A prologue. So it's, there's eight in total, but you go through each chapter and you resolve the story of Penny's death, demise, and um, go on. So she's busy helping all these spirits. She's busy working there. It's a grotesque art style. <laughs> I don't it? know what it is. I don't know what it is that makes me uncomfortable. So it's like the heads are detached, like, you know, uh, the Canadians from South Park, but right. they're all right. like bulgy eyed and all a bit grotesque. It's a bit flapjack, if you know flapjack okay. cartoons. So is it? I so I thought you meant grotesque, as in looks really naff. No, 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 it doesn't look... It, it, it's gone for a style, and the style, it's hit it perfectly. It right, knows cool. exactly what it's going to be. But what I mean by the flapjack is like, well, all it's got the same like limbs as Adventure Time, so they're all like long, but no bones in them. They're like all like yes. wiggling all over the place. The, the Yeah, the eyes are all bulged, and the skins are all yellow, and like no one's... Nothing's attractive in this, and that's right. that's clearly like an artistic podcast. choice. Yeah, like, <laughs> apart from Paul. Apart, apart from Paul. Paul, Paul oh, boys. The lady killer. Don't stop it. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, he's, it's the sort of grotesque, and then it's got humour. Um, <laughs> I say humour, it's, it's, it's definitely knows what it's humor going for. Humour question mark? It, it, it really, I played this both handheld, I played it briefly on the TV, and I felt embarrassed playing it with Keris watching it. Because of what oh, was what? going on, it was so awful. Like I, I possessed a seagull, and he went, "Hi, I'm Sally the seagull. I like to poop." And like, oh, hey Sally, uh, how can I help you? Go, I'm Sally the seagull. I like to poop. I like to poop. Like, all right, can I do anything? I like to poop, and then just flies around shitting everywhere. Excellent. And that's all the seagull does. Living the life. And that's the sort of humour it's gone for, okay. right? Which you could say blue collar, but there's no collar. It's not blue. It's just sort of, sort of wacky. It's going. Look how quick. It's, it's, yeah. right. it's, I'm that quirky girl. Yeah, you're like, okay. no, you're not. <laughs> you're not funny. Yeah, um, yeah. It doesn't have to be a girl. It could be a boy. Those people aren't funny. It doesn't matter what gender you are. <laughs> Most people who are quirky aren't funny. True. Exhibit A is me. <laughs> yeah. But it just it was painful at points. But and it, and it really turned me off. However, I went back, put on the handheld, put it and, on mute. Uh, no, I didn't. I okay. listened to it all and I read it all Good. and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm playing it on handheld and it got much better the problem is I got that was in chapter 2 that happened right. and it was really quite early on and I was like I don't am know. I going to have to put up with this I was like, am I going to am I gonna yeah. have to endure this and yeah. in the end I didn't endure it I enjoyed it is it the best game ever no but mm-hmm. and the humour it's, it's an eclectic choice um, Zoink Games made it um, they've done Fee is it Fee F-E that game it's on uh, EA Access if you've got that on anything okay. it's free to play they do a lot of indie based um, ones they also did one, an Adventure Time game as well but oh. they've huh. done they've done quite a few but they're all real indie style games but right. a couple are very much this art style um, and I mean nice. we'll show, you'll probably see a picture of it guys I would encourage looking at it because it's a choice cool. <laughs> it's a choice they are um Last to receive their game, though, um, and maybe we thought wouldn't ever receive their game, was Paul. Yeah, but we why did that happen? Why did that happen, Darren? Oh, okay. It's not because I was on holidays. Can I just put that out there? No. It's not because I was away. But... So I knew what I wanted to buy Paul for this for this week. And immediately, as soon as the topic was revealed, I went, brilliant, got it, ordered it. Yes. Perfect. Paul's got plenty of time to play it. Yes. It's all going to be great. 
Yes. I ordered it on at the start of the week. At the end of the week, I got a notification saying, your package might be lost. Went, <laughs> okay. What does that mean? Yeah. And then as it went on, it went, it's lost. I'll offer you a <laughs> refund. I went, sure. Okay. So I had to scramble to find it again. And it got here just in time for the recording. Well, you, I, got, you got a few days in it. I, abso- I absolutely so. I got home. What sat- game did you get then? I got Darksiders Two. I thought but, I better get that in there. Right. Before. So I got I got Darksiders oh, Two, but Darren kindly bought me the Definitive Edition. Oh, two of us with Definitive. Definitive. So far, so, Hades is looking weak. <laughs> but this is a brilliant game. I played a little bit of the first one. Um, so in the, the the game is basically like a God of War meets a Zelda kind of game. So you can run about doing puzzles. You've got bigger than life monsters. You've got a fight. You've got dungeons you need to dive into to do like different puzzles, to get to different areas, to unlock different weapons. Um, but it's also got a lovely twist of Prince of Persia in as well. So it's a lot of like um, free running kind of platforming as well. Um, the controls are a little bit difficult to get used to because... It's the same with every. I don't know. I don't know what type of genre Zelda game is. Is it like an action RPG or? It's, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. an it's an action RPG. A lot of people argue it's an RPG because you don't really do anything to the character, but it is yes. an RPG for all intents and purposes. Um, so yeah. it was. Technically, every game is an RPG because you play a role. But yeah, yeah, um, we won't get into that. <laughs> so um, you play as Death. So I think Darren sort of went quite literal with this. I was like, the topic is oh, death. Oh, yeah, and you didn't. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we... got death, but you got flipping death. Flipping death. Um, so you play as death. Um, and the first, the first game, you play as war. Basically, you've got... Death is one of the Nephilim. Um, and the Nephilim are not happy with the angels having heaven, demons having hell. They want somewhere that they can call their own. So Nephilim decide let's just fucking take Earth, right? Or the, the living realm. So they decide to wipe everything out. The four riders, or four horsemen of the apocalypse, decide, nah, that's not happening. So in the first game, war goes on a rampage to take up the rest of the Nephilim um, to try and save humanity um, because it's morally correct thing to do. I didn't finish the first one, but I think you need to finish the first one because the second one starts with, I didn't do it. So um, he didn't save humanity, but he was sort of ridiculed for it, exiled, and he's about to be executed or wiped from existence. Um, As death, you've sort of gone, I want to save my brother. That's not what's happening. And they've said, to save him, you've then got to save the rest of humanity, which goes against everything that the Nephilim stand for. And you've gone, so bring it on. So basically you've got... Your, the role as death is basically to take on the rest of the Nephilim, angels and demons, to go and save your brother War from his peril, I guess. Oh, simple. Yeah. Standard yeah. stuff, yeah. Um, yeah. Real cookie cutter shit. It's, 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 it's great. It's so good. You get different skill trees. You get... Um, it. The thing that I liked about it, and it really, like you said earlier, I scratched an itch. It's really morbid. Like the colours, the colours are really, really dampened. Um, did you ever play Dante's Inferno? Yes, I did play Dante's Inferno. I loved Dante's Inferno. I loved the whole concept of it, the 
just the the feel, the macabre feel of yes, it. Yes, the macabre feel. So it was, um, it was a lot like that, but also it was it's a Zelda game where you go to one place and you go, oh, you've got to get three of these things to do to get to waken the giant, and the giant can go and fight this. And really, oh, really good. enjoyed it. Um, thank you, Darren. Thank you very much. I, for some reason, I was wondering if you could go, oh, it's got this and this and this, and it's shit. No, no, it's, it's um, like you could do the stereotypical things where you, as death, you raise the dead. And you can have minions to go. That's the opposite fight. of what Death's known for doing. No, just yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, like in Zelda, you get gallivanting like, with the dead. <laughs> <laughs> like in Zelda, where you get a pona, you get to call your horse, but you summon the horse, and it just rises up at the ground under you. Um, you get um, like hook shot, where you can like grappling hook, but this one is is like like death grip, so you shoot like a ghost hand to grip things from far away. Um, I'm, aware, I, I'm aware of death grip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I've not, I've not played a super long amount of it, but I got home on the Saturday. Uh, we were busy Saturday night, and I played it all day Sunday. I couldn't put it down. Loved it. Nice. Cool. But yeah, stuff. Uh, it was done by THQ Nordic. Oh, which we have famous for <laughs> our favorites. One, one of our favorites, and one of podcast. our least favorites. Yep. yep. Oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're all humans and Black Mirror yeah. so far in the in They're the really covering the scope of gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Round one. Fight. So, should we move on to our scoring rounds? You all know Let's, what we're doing. Yes. Um, we are we are moving in. So the first one we do is most accurate. Straight into the bullseye. So what is the most accurate version of death that we have chosen to play? Is death in all of our games? I'll let Darren go first because I think realistically I know my limitation with this and I think he's going to poo-poo the idea that Hades is is a strong death game. (laughs) I mean, you die a lot. (laughs) What I'll give it is that death is in there or Mm -hmm. the equivalent of death. Uh, he shows up on occasion. You have a nice little scrap with him. Was it like the Grim Reaper death? Yes. Right. So it's Thanatos. Okay. Who arrives in a room with you. And you just have a fight to see who can kill the most enemies. And he goes, good job, and vanishes. And occasionally he pops up around Hades and you have a chat. <laughs> but you die a lot. And in a way, the crux of the plot is that you just keep dying. Because every time you respawn the pool of blood at like the entrance to Hades. Right. So every time you're like, oh, because I'm fucking back here again. <laughs> it's like a knowledge that you've died every time. But in a way, that's just a roguelite. Yeah. And it takes place in the underworld. It does which take is... place in the underworld. <laughs> which is pretty, pretty deathly. Pretty, deathly. pretty deathly. And, and I, that was the main reason I chose it, not because you die a lot. Although, because that could happen in a lot of Closely associated with death. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, Hades is, is seen as the death figure he's in, the in God mythology. Of, hmm. Yeah. God of the underworld. Well, but, you know, yeah. like he's, he's seen as that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I can see why it doesn't fully fulfil what we're looking for. But if you said, is that game about death? You'd go, it's hard to say no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it is, at its core, definitely about death. Um, yeah, Flipping Death. Mm-hmm. It's got death in the title. It's got death in the title. <laughs> you meet the Grim Reaper at the beginning. He does go on a lovely holiday to the moon. He does come back. Does he explain why the moon? Uh, because he's been everywhere around the world. He needs to go. He's been doing it for hours and hours. He wants to go to the moon because Fair. it's... Um, away and something new for him to see he does come back and go oh this was lovely this was lovely but the problem was there wasn't much atmosphere 
Oh. And that's, that's a, and literally there was there was a pause. Oh. Like, this is expected us to laugh at it. It's a bit early to give away your best moment. Isn't it? <laughs> um, but you play as the Grim Reaper, so your whole thing is mainly about solving your problem. But you are fixing the scythe of the Grim Reaper, mm-hmm. so you are very inherently very much death because you are dealing with the corpses to bring them back. To, you do kill a few people, and you also bring a few people back to life. So right. you are playing as death throughout it. So. Uh-huh. Very, very death heavy. I can see why you got it for me with flipping death. It flipping, is very death. much death. But I, I already know where this is probably going to go as an argument for who's going to win death. I I would like to argue for Darksiders. Nice. Well, that's that's where I felt it was going. Yeah, because um, you're, you're death. <laughs> there's, 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 there's no argument. Like, um, So when you think of, oh, let's buy a game about death. This is a game about death. Yeah, about the character it's a, of death. It's yeah. actually quite literal that you play... Like, I thought it would be a tutorial where you are death for a little bit and then it goes back to war from the first one. Right. Um, but no, you are death. Doing deathly things, ripping people open. Um, and you, you've, you've got you dual-wield scythes, nice. which, is, which is really cool. Um, and it's the Definitive Edition. The Definitive Edition. Honestly, I'm trying to think of a game that could outdo it. Like, if, if money was no object, like what game could outdo that for the idea of death and like Grim Fandango I have in my head because you are playing as you, yeah. a Grim Reaper but yeah. you're part of an agency there's loads of versions of death in that so it could yeah. be argued but I, I don't think there is much more that does it than playing as mm. the character death I'm sure there are plenty of games out there that people, other people can think of that yes, outdo it yes absolutely but I honestly think I, I, I think Darksiders has got to be boys that's Sorry. it I, I don't think I can argue I wrote one to this one <laughs> Yeah, yeah, which is, the, I mean... I mean, death. Hmm. Darren, Darren leant hard into the topic when he bought this, and I think the first point of this episode has to go to it's Darren. It's got to go to Darren. Ooh. Yay! Cool. Enjoy your one point. I will. You do every episode, My you get your standard one. standard one point. I love it. Um, but yeah, that's, that, that's it. So next point is value for money. So we're looking at how much we spent on the game, what we think is benefit for it. Mm-hmm. Paul, as you were the last one to discuss the game you played, how much did you pay for, for death out of thought... Flipping death for nine ninety nine. So I was gonna buy the PS4 version for nine forty nine. Oh, but I thought, you know what? Yeah, he's a good mate. Like, <laughs> so you bought me flipping death. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I I sort of messaged you. I said, would you like a PS4 or a Switch game? And then we were like, do you know what? Let's mix it up. So I went for Switch for yeah nine ninety nine. And this I completed. Yeah. In six hours, 30 minutes. Oh, no. I completed it. I mean, there's a little bit more for me to do. Like, There's yep. little side missions on each one, which you can get a card from. I think I missed about three. There was a All point right. where, like, there's one of them where you have to, like, collect fucking cardboard cows as an alien. Because, obviously. And I was like, I know where they are, but this is going to be, like, 20 minutes of just pointing yeah. <laughs> me around and listening to this alien make stupid noises. Yeah. So I didn't do that. But, Fair. yeah, it wasn't particularly long. I won't be going back to the game. Cool. Um, not in a bad way. I've completed no, no. it now. Um, I feel like, cool, I've done it. Yeah. I've, I've played the game. Um, I don't need to go back to it. Yeah. But value for money, it's not going back to it. So it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough one to... Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, I just that's, thought, not, that's not the poo, yeah. on, poo on you. <laughs> the shit on you is Sally the Seagull. <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah. nine ninety nine cool. for... Well, I think it says to platinum it, if you were going on the PS4, you're looking at about nine hours. Oh, really? Fair. Yeah. Oof. It's 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 a one it's a one playthrough. Oof. One playthrough play game. Um cool. 
I'll go next then. As it's, go I'm just going, um, I bought Hades. So Hades has just come out on PS5. PS5 yeah. game. Uh, PS5 for 25 quid. You can get it in the store for 19.99. I yeah. managed to get it for 15 quid. Very nice. Oh, that's a good one. So, so no discount for basically so a new game. Brand new game. I managed to get it for 40% off. Like it. 15 quid. Uh, and how how long have you been playing it so far? And how long can you play it for? Okay, I've uh, I'm just about to hit the 17 hour mark. Oof. I completed my second run. Okay, so it's the second time I've beat the final boss. Mm-hmm. And you have to do at least 10 to finish the story. Oh. And then there's more. I was going to say, do you know after every like you said you beat the final boss, that's not the end of the story. Yep. It just advances the story a little bit. So it would be a spoiler to say why. I'll leave that alone for now. But looking online, so when I bought it, I went to see how long it takes to platinum. And you you argue this point because it says seventy to one hundred hours to platinum this game. Um, You say because it's RNG, it could be much shorter. It could be much longer. Yes, it's seventeen to one hundred. You could beat it in like. 40, if you're lucky. Okay. You could beat it in 200, because you're just not getting the fucking <laughs> shit you need. Yeah, I'd be top end, no doubt. Like, the big one is there's an item called Nectar. Okay. Which you use to increase your bond with people. Nectar of the gods. Exactly. Okay. And everyone talks about it like it's cocaine, and it's great. Excellent. Like, you shouldn't have this, but I'll take it <laughs> off your hands for you so you don't get in trouble. I'm Cheers, like, mate. Cool. But you need to give... Every, I think there's at least... I think there might be 20 people you need to be giving nectar to okay and you need six at least six for each of them oh so for you maths buffs but it's are 120 you... nectar and it's not a guarantee it'll come up in a run uh, but are you enjoying it enough to go back each time absolutely that's the yeah. main thing wow if it feels like a chore going back each time you're like even if it's like a platinum you're like a platinum doesn't make a game's yeah. length does yeah. it but the fact you've gone back and played it twice and you want to go yeah. back a third time you say play it twice that was my 22nd run yes where i beat <laughs> my second but like, it is one of those games where I played a lot of it and then I put it down for a day because I was just mashing my head into the third world, the third level boss. Yeah. I'm like, I can't fucking do it. I can't do it. And then I went back and I think like three runs after I finally beat them, I beat the whole thing. Yes. And you go back around, back around, back around. And that is part of it is because you get stronger every time. Yeah. Like yeah. by minimum, I'll hit the third area boss. Yeah. So it's just sort of going through that and being like okay cool i'm a bit stronger now and i've built in this way now that's another part of it right because you get different boons every time you have a slightly different play style right when you get yeah so like i completely unintentionally one of the weapons is like a a gauntlet you just punch yeah and i beat uh i unintentionally built a build which got like 500 percent damage if you hit people in the back Right. So I just run up to enemies, like spin around them, and just go, yeah, <laughs> fucker. And it's great because one of the bosses you can only hit from behind, so it's running into like, fuck you, <laughs> shut up. So good amount of replayability. There's a lot of replayability in it, absolutely. Now, um, do you want, what about the first version of Dark Siders? How much did that come to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny thing is, I don't remember. It's, okay. It's in. I think it was about eight ninety nine. And think. what about the second oh, version? Wow. Uh, Nine ninety five. I just scraped under that 999. <laughs> yeah, geez. I should have gone for the cheaper version. 995. Yes, yes, because that would have that would put flipping death back in the running. <laughs> While Paul's talking about the replay value, I'll look up how much my original one was. So, uh, um, yeah, the Dark Siders. It's a long game, a very long game. I think I put about, I'd say on Sunday I played a little bit. Monday I've probably put about ten hours into it. Okay, and I thought. 
the way the story progresses, like I've got to get to the tree of life, which basically is going to give you what you need to do to get war out. I thought, there we go. I'll be about halfway through the game now, right? Okay. No, they they you get through the tree of life and they go, oh yeah, this isn't a way to find out. This is a way to travel between worlds. And you go, what? Oh. So it's not just the one world that you've started in. I've now gone to death world. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, so, sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I've gone to death world now. Um, Disney's, and, Disney's getting a lot grimmer, isn't it? it is. <laughs> and it's um, it's just a whole new area that I took ten hours to finish the first area. That was the introductory area as well. Yeah. So um, I don't know how many worlds there are, but it feels really long as well. Like, do you know when you play Zelda, you can't? Well, you can now, but you couldn't used to sprint. Mm. You can't sprint. You have to get on your horse to ride a bit faster. You can't sprint. I get it. He's hulking. He's like death. But um, you you can't sprint. So it takes ages to get anywhere. It feels... I never felt bored either. Okay. So... Did you feel frustrated walking slowly from place to place? I did. So I was doing the thing. Do you know <laughs> when you... It's when me you, playing Fallout New Vegas. Do you yes. know when you dodge roll? Yeah. And you go faster? So I was just dodge rolling everywhere. I've just checked out. There's five worlds in total. Wow. But the last one's really, like, really short, so there's four four big worlds. Right. Um, so um, the introductory world was about 10 hours. So if you multiply that out, if you say it'd probably take about 60, 70 hours. Well, I've, I've just checked how long it takes <laughs> to complete it. How but long? You, it says 45 hours to fully complete it. But oh, what? It's different for each person, isn't it? But it's yes. 45 hours to... Yeah. Um, but it's a, one, it's a one-run game, Paul's isn't it? motor skills aren't... <laughs> Help me <laughs> but that's not to diminish it at any yeah, point. I, I'm yeah, just saying that's roughly what they suggest. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. I. I. Yeah. Brilliant. Game. But you, but the thing is as well, you play like I think like both me and Darren do, which is if there's a side quest, we're doing the side quest. As oh well. yeah, like and that's where it's coming from. So I like would travel you... from one end of the map to the other because I got a helmet from a dungeon and I wanted to go and hand it into this guy, but I used the other side of the. But I was like, good. I can continue the story I... next to me. Yeah. Or, or travel. Yeah. yeah. So, But that's it. It says if you just do the main story, it's about 21 hours, which is still a good chunk for game. a good-sized game. Yeah. Mm. It's a solid-sized game. But yeah. So the question really here is between I... Darksiders and Hades. I'm not Flipping Death? What? Flipping Death <laughs> is over is over a pound an hour. Mm, yeah, fair. <laughs> and the others aren't. Also, since I found out my uh, original purchase of Darksiders was actually 10.99, so I did better the second time around. Nice. Nice. That is good. Was it, was it on Switch or PS4? On Switch. You bought it for Switch. Mm. Yeah, it's always more expensive on Switch, isn't it? Um, so it's whether Darksiders or Hades. I'm leaning more towards Hades. Um, yeah. The reasoning being, A, it's a PS5 title, a new title out. Yeah. Um, all right, it was, a, it was, what, a fiver more expensive than Darksiders? Yeah. But like Darren said, he's played, well, it's, it's upwards of... <laughs> it did take me 200 hours to finish it like but that's the thing like it's you could argue as well that and this is shoot myself in the foot slightly it's 50% more expensive than well it's not actually 50% more expensive than Darksiders but then Darksiders if you added 50% onto the 45 it's still about that 70 to, so it's roughly yeah. the same amount yeah. so it's whether you think the value comes in for a brand new game versus an older game with more story, so that's and that's I suppose yeah, that's where it comes yeah, in. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm leaning towards Hades, but I bought Hades, boy. and I uh, but so but and I also didn't in, 
joined Dark Side, so I've got nowhere into oh. it. But that's that, that's my own preference. Where, where do you think it sits with this, I, then, Darren? I lean towards Hades as well. Because as you say, yeah. um, it's 20 or so hours to finish it. It's uh, 40 or so to mm-hmm. kind of complete 45. Hades, I've played 17 hours and got one-fifth of the <sighs> completions I need to. So if I continue at this rate, I'm looking at about 85 hours to beat the story. <laughs> right. Wow. And then I have to engage in fucking RNG hell to do everything else. Granted, I'm knocking out some of the grinding now because I'm a smart boy. <laughs> Big brain plays. Big brain plays. So I think that means Hades wins the second I think it's got to go to Hades. I think so, yeah. Absolutely. Basically, basically, because it's a fucking roguelike, so you can play it forever. Value yes. for money comes to Josh then. So nice. second point of the episode is to me. Um... Great. So it's a point, a point of peace at the moment. Nothing for flipping death so far. We'll, we'll see if Shame. that changes. <laughs> for entertainment uh, flipping now. Flipping death. Entertainment now. Um, okay. I'll go first if you want me to. I don't. I don't want to hear the shit. I don't want to hear it. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not shitting. Like I tried driving like down. I, said, I was like, I, I kind of, I don't want to hear it until the podcast is being recorded. I saw. So as I said, I struggled. I, I liked it initially. At the very beginning, I thought yeah. this is cool. Like she's working in a. In a, basically a mortuary and she's mm, setting the place course. she's setting the place up like Halloween going what sort of thing do you want and she's like making these jokes about yeah. I don't know do you want to be in a do you want to be popping out the ground as they come in like all these things they fire her and that's how she dies but I was like oh this is really good then I got that seagull thing and then I didn't like it then it went back up again and I think there's a lot of good humour I think if this is the, your sort of humour you're yeah. going to love this game like there's right. there's no two ways about it this game is really good the mechanics Really sensible, really good. Like the game itself, yeah, really well put together. Like I really enjoyed how simple it was. Like you don't have to run from one side to the other. If you've possessed someone before, you can teleport to where they are on the map. Oh, on so you, side. you sort of gain their skill, kind of thing. So you, no, it's so not gain their skill at that point. It's literally you go. I'm on the other side of the map, but actually, I need to go and fast speak. travel. Yeah, I need to go speak right, to right. the crazy dentist. I haven't actually got into his house yet because I can't get into it because the way they've built it, you have to do this person's side story to do this person yeah, to get the ability to right, get into here right, and okay. it all works most of it makes sense there was one point where <laughs> there's a guy that needs his head cut off of course um, of course um and you have a guy with a with a lance and stuff and you've also got these people with axes but no can't use them it has to be with a windmill which he then extends what? his arms into and then gets his head cut off which didn't make sense but everything else the puzzles you go, what do I need to do now? Ah, oh, I need to do that. I mean, like, there's a point where I needed the elephant, the elephant, the whale that I'd got out of the sea to blow harder. Mm-hmm. So I got the jazz musician to blow into her mouth so she expanded with air nice. to then blow oh, harder. I love it. So, like, there was fun bits like that. Like, I really enjoyed those bits and, like, puzzling it out is fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. It wasn't overly complex. There was no point where I was like, I really can't work out what to do now. It was mm. very much like a jump between these people. All right, you're the person that's going to help me. Yeah. So, at no point did the game make you feel stupid, which is great, but you always felt smart for solving it, which yes. is which is good. So it yeah. wasn't a, it wasn't it's, it's the it's the perfect puzzler experience, I think, in that regard. Right. The fact that you don't feel stupid, but you feel smart for doing it because it isn't completely obvious yeah. what you yeah. need to do now, yeah. like to get your get the dog out of the balloon that's flown off. You have to fire meatballs into it so it goes down, but then you also have to get a monster from one side to be caught to pull across to turn into a cactus so his balloon pops and Good. then he's safe. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> obviously, oh, yeah. obviously, these things you do. But like, yeah. it, it all somehow makes sense in the game yeah. and so that is enjoyable and there is that bit in it. I mean, it's like fucking Sierra, like, 
the secret of Monkey Island puzzle solving. Yeah. You're like, yeah, that makes sense, sure. In this world, <laughs> all of this makes sense, and yeah. it does. So I think that it's a really well put together game mm-hmm. and it is enjoyable. For me, the issue was the humour didn't gel with me, but that doesn't mean it doesn't gel with other people. Yes. So that's my case for it, which is actually a lot more positive than I think you thought it would be. I, I thought think so. Stronger yeah. than yeah. you may have thought it was going to be. I thought so. <laughs> Um, okay, I will go for um, Darksiders. Um, well, you've got to explain Darksiders. I've got to explain it. That's, that's <laughs> you, can't, you can't just vote for it. Regardless if you care about it. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm going to go for the other one. I don't fucking care. I'm going to do it. I had a lot of fun with the game. Mm-hmm. I thought, like I was saying to you, I had this itch where I needed something a bit morbid, something a bit... Hmm, um, but something quite dreary to play through... Um, and it was that mixed with God of War combos flying off everywhere, having to input, mixed with skill tree progressions to level up, get different abilities, etc., etc. Mixed with, I know it sounds fucking stupid, but when you get new pieces of armor, it changes its appearance. So oh, basically, the best oh, in I any love, game, I yeah. love dressing dollies. I really yeah. do. It's, it's weird, right? Honestly, Keris's so, Keris's uh, <laughs> dad plays a lot of uh, Destiny Two. This is completely sidetracked. Yes. But he hates the aspect of putting new things on. Right. He hate, whenever I go around there, I dress his dollies as he goes. He's got dressing dollies. Like he calls it like greaves and stuff, fistings. So right. he can get those because he hates the fucking yeah. pointlessness of it. But I love <laughs> that aspect of it. Yeah. It's like, like yeah. Witcher 3 is the best one for it. Yes. Everything you do actually looks like the item you stick on. Does it do the same with it this? It does, yeah. So basically you pick it up and you get like, for example, um, not just the weapons you carry around on you. Um, like you can get this big fuck off hammer is the very first epic item that drops off the first boss um, but you can get like a shawl and then all of a sudden he's got this big um, flowing purple cape around him um, and when you're running it's just it's flowing out and it's it's great um, the bit that I liked about it was because um, everything else has been <laughs> things so far yeah it's been um, pretty pretty balanced and but, muted yeah. so far I um, say much like I, the colour scheme it's it's <laughs> A lot of, like, when you're actually pulling off these combos and getting into the fights, it never feels repetitive. Like, where you can sort of swing the hammer around and all of a sudden you can turn into your wraith form. So you can, you get, like, build up combo points or build up a combo meter. Um, and then you could do, like, a finishing move. He basically bursts out of whatever. It becomes this wraith. Um, and then he just wails on people. Um, and the bosses that I have fought so far are larger than life so they are very much like the last one i was speaking to darren about um it's a lot like shadow of the colossus the last boss they fought right okay so you have to get him to do a mechanic so you can get close to him on your horse so you can jump on him to climb Climb him yeah and then very um, much first boss in yeah first, first or second in Shadow Colossus. I mean, it's really awful. All of them, yeah. But All you do in that game is climb on things. But I mean, there's one where you literally sort of have to do it with your horse because it's... Uh, the second one is the yeah. first one you do it with the horse. You shoot it in the bottom of the feet. Yeah. And then yeah. it falls over and you climb its butt. So it's... And it it's just... It's so engaging. Like, the characters, the voice acting in it. I didn't finish playing the first one, but I'm thoroughly enjoying the second one because of what's happening okay. in the story. And I'm very much, very much story-based gamer um but i'm enjoying this story it doesn't feel like it's going to lull at all even when i got through the tree of life and i got to the second world i was like it's another fucking world what and then it's like a lot of time with zelda you can get wrapped up in go here get three things bring it back 
go here, get three things. Fetch quests. Yes. Everyone's saving fetch quests. Um, but this one doesn't feel like you're actually just fetching and carrying, but you are. I'm curious how it's going to feel after you've done the second world and if it's very similar to the... It sounds awful, but that, if yeah, it's yeah, the same whether the th- whether when you get to the third world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so far, um, I can't see it letting up. Cool. cool. So thoroughly enjoying it. Let's lots, see, let's lots see. of guts, lots of gore, lots of violence. Cool. Does Hades mm. hold a candle to it? So I'm going to start off with the one or two <laughs> things that I don't like. Yeah, because I mean, there's I, less of be, them. It'd be, it'd be nice if, if Paul ever found anything he didn't like in a game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I won't go back to Jump Force, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the only major problem I have with... Um, this game one problem i have is some of the upgrades feel a bit worthless but that's because they're designed to be improved and they become yeah. useful like there's uh, infernal troves is what they're called and they're oh, chests gosh. that unlock after you be a room okay and it'll be like earn up to this amount of material and you have to kill them out of enemies in a certain time limit and it ticks down as it goes hmm. and you can upgrade these chests but the first level of them there's one which is like earn up to 25 health and I've done it, I think, as quickly as you can, and I got 11. And 11 health is worthless. Right, okay. Yeah. So it's clearly designed to be upgraded, and the last yeah, one's yeah. like, and up to 200. You're like, fuck yeah. I nice. I'll do that. Um, and the only other thing is, there's certain abilities that are clearly better than others. Like, this feels like a game that's designed to experiment with all the different combinations, mm-hmm. all the different powers available to you. But some of them are clearly better than others. Like, one of the weapons is a bow mm-hmm. and the main mechanic of the bow is you have to like hold down square to charge it to pull and fire yeah, yeah. and you can hit like a power shot okay which does a certain percentage more of damage mm-hmm. and one of the items you can find during a run is daedalus's hammer and rather than give you a buff it improves an ability of your weapon specifically right so the god ones will be more specific to like a certain type of attack and this will be this attack does this percent more damage and it has this feature instead of this feature right right and one of the bow ones is you can't do the power shot anymore but your bow rapid fires i'm like why would i choose anything else yeah yeah. if like the one i have originally had to stand still and like charge release charge i can have to sit in a corner and hold square yeah just because the bow does an absurd amount of fucking damage as well just go it does also depend. I imagine that the if you're playing it on PC, maybe the charge bow is better because of the sort you of just range. Aim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, but it's again, it's it's down to personal preference. Yeah. To play and like, as like, I said uh, before, like, same with any game you play, isn't it? It's, yeah. You've got to find ones that you abilities you really gel yes. with. And yeah. As I said before, like you can get any god's abilities, but Athena's reflect attacks. Yeah. And Dionysus are useless. I hate them. So if I see the two of them on but, a door, I'm like, well, fucking that one. Obviously. Is, is, it, <laughs> is, it, is it the point that there are going to be some useless use, useless ones and useful ones that you will have to take? Is, is, that, is that the sort of point of it where you go, oh, come on, I'm left with this, really? It, it I, I've had that before and it's my least favourite choices when I get to a door and it's like, you can have this or this. And I go, oh, can I just have nothing? <laughs> Can I just skip the next room? Yeah, yeah. Fuck me. I suppose, but then again, it's, it's one of those things to help you be a better player with, with limited resources, I suppose. But, yeah, but, but the entertainment of it is, and I I typically don't get on with roguelikes and roguelites because I get bored of them quickly. Right. Um, this one is good just in how much potential it has to mix things up in the way, sort of combination of, like, I've said it's a problem that you have ones that come up and they are better than the others, 
but as you say, there are some where you're going to have to pick a mm-hmm. shit one. Mm-hmm. So you look and you go, oh, that looks interesting. I'll give that a go. Like there's one of your abilities, you press circle to cast, and it's just like, it starts off as an arrow, but each god has a different thing you can upgrade it into. Okay. And when you cast it, for all except one of them, and it's the one of them is Dionysus to go on why he's useless. Actually, there's, <laughs> there's two of them and he's one of them. But the gem, it costs like a gem to fire it. And then that enemy is logged as having a gem on them. Right. And one of the god's boons is you get a 10% boost in damage and a 10% reduction in damage taken when you don't have any of your gems. Right. So you mash circle to fire them all off. Yeah. And then start attacking. As soon as they drop, you're trying to almost like dodge them. Okay. Or you pick them right. up and you fire them off again so you That's don't cool. have them to do more damage. And as I said, there's some where you do more damage from uh, backstabs. Mm-hmm. There's boons for doing more damage to unhurt ones if you try to get like the best attack possible on the first one. Right. The bow in particular has two abilities. One of them makes it do more damage from further and one makes it do more damage from closer. Okay. So you have to completely change up your play style yeah. to like this and this. And it's the reason I think I'm enjoying it a lot more than I have other roguelites because it just has this way of keeping every run fresh. Right. Like as I was saying right. to you, it encourages you to use each of the six different weapons and they will play completely differently. One of them requires a reload and it's very weird. So even though you said the sword sword's bad, bad sword, because of the different abilities it can be enjoyable. It can be quite that's good. what I mean, that's it. Yeah. So okay. There is one cool. I um a good one I had of the sword is the triangle attack does like a smash and it does a area a area of effect okay mm-hmm. and i had an ability where i essentially put like two different effects on it so i just run around mashing squirt like triangle and attack oh that's cool. nice because then one of the upgrades you can get is a bonus where you do more damage if they have two or more effects on them it's just like right put the effects mash at them yeah put the effects mash at them but it avoids the problem that a lot do like even though you're doing the same levels over and over again the same bosses over and over again getting the same abilities over and over, every run feels slightly different that's where i struggle with Rogue, like, all see. of your weapons yeah. have different play styles and they all have different upgrades you can get and each one does certain different things mm-hmm. and even some of those shit abilities will be better with some weapons than they are with others right yeah 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 so like the doom one that's one about which hurts yeah. them after some amount of time it's really good paired with the bow because right. you can you ping, just ping people them from and afar and then next they'll die in a second. So they're running towards you and they just collapse, yeah. essentially. Yeah, you yeah. ping them from afar or like you want ones like cold with the sword because they'll um, it slows them down. Mm-hmm. So you can hit them and then sort of skim past them before they can retaliate. Nice. like it. And there's just so many different combinations. There's keepsakes that give you certain abilities. As you say, you get upgrades for people and they do certain <laughs> different things for you. Wow. Once you get enough nectar into them, they give you tasks they want you to do. One of them I'm dreading. But that'll be fun. <laughs> but it's just so I just want to keep playing it is the thing. Most roguelites I play for like twenty minutes and go, oh, that'll fucking do me. Yeah. I'm one of the few people who can't play fucking binding of Isaac for long periods of time. I can't play. So no. I do it twice and I go, that's that's, uh, that's, that's, that's enough. Yeah. I played this in like a fucking four or five hour burst. Or oh. I going again, 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 trying to be that fucking third world, so third level say, boss. You might say it's entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> it is incredibly entertaining. Wow. Yeah. I want. I want to play now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. I know. That's. The I, thing. I don't. I don't normally like roguelikes, like you were saying, Darren. But the way you're describing it, how customizable it is, how random it's going to be, how every run feels like a, a new, yeah. but you are progressing through the story, yeah. and you want to finish these runs. I. Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I'll, I, I'll get into the story bit a bit more for play the, the game, next category. Okay. The game thing. But 
part of how it ties everything together into the mechanics of the game yeah makes you want to keep playing because really you cool. want to see where it goes Honestly, next where it goes uh, and this might be a home of oak because i bought it but an innovative version on a roguelike that's every roguelike it's, does it's, something different I, I, like for fans of roguelike roguelites i recommend a game called rogue legacy I love Lo- is, I love Rogue Legacy. It's my favourite one before. Are you familiar with Rogue Legacy? I've not played it. It has a very funny way in which it does the roguelite structure, right. which you play as the descendant of your previous character. Right. And you basically have health conditions <laughs> yeah. which relate to things. So one of them you're like essentially blind, so the screen is really dark. Oh, you'll have ones no. where you're huge or you're small or there's one Colour where... blind where it's all black and white. There's yeah. ones where you're is it one where you're deaf and it gives you no yeah. sound there's for no the sound. entire time you see play it? Oh what? There's, oh no. There's one I think where you're scared of like the healing items. So if you if you touch a certain type oh, of healing item sake. it hurts yeah. you. It's it's and it's great because you see you can see like a whole list of your family tree as well. So when you get right. born again you can go you son of son of son of son of, like you see the whole list it's but this is the same idea as that where like i can go into this and pick like a different weapon a different keepsake and yes. put on i've now because i've beaten it i've got fuck a the, lot the damage increase thing that i can't think of the name of off the top of my head but adds different like modifiers to the game you keep that for your next run then so no it's modifiers as you go in so all right like difficulty right. increases mm-hmm. but you get a certain item every time you beat a boss and when you go to a new heat level is what they're called yeah you can get them again with the same weapon right so that's how you grind out items which get you need you. for upgrading weapons yeah. upgrading yeah hades and stuff like that but it it has so much stuff in it unlike like it which has a lot to it and a lot mm-hmm. of stuff in it but it's quite impenetrable to begin with because you always start exactly the same yes and then you have to have to try and build up and hope you get good stuff this one you can sort of build yourself up in a certain way like i know my best weapon is the shield and my best keepsake is <laughs> the one that improves. Um, it gives you 20% less damage from the front, but 10 more from the back. Right. So you just stay face on with them and you basically yes. get 80% damage for the whole run. Cool. Nice. But it has so much variety in it that I think it has to, so, has to get it. You think Hades for yours? Yeah, especially I feel, since we I made the argument of and... the concern of Darksiders is that it will get stale over time. I've essentially played the same game 22 times and I think it'll stale. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah. Hades gets a second point. I think, I think so. so, I think so, yeah. Josh is safe See? for the episode. Oh. Um, so we'll move on to player of the game now. Uh, player of the game is the final category. Uh, I don't know who wants to go first and play the game. I'm happy to go first again. Yeah, okay. I've, I've yet to oh, score. With your player of the game. Uh, well, you, you, you can go, you can wait. I've, I've no. scored twice, so I'm fine. But I'll go first. So, okay. um, Flipping Death. Uh, there are a lot of good fun moments. Um, I'll talk about one issue that I had with the game at mm-hmm. the moment. It was at the very end. When I say I beat the game, <laughs> I got to the very last thing I had he to p- do in the he game. He picked it out to the switch and punched it to death. <laughs> literally, the last thing I had to do was throw my scythe at someone. That was literally the last okay. thing I had to do. The game crashed good. as I did that. Oh, I went back into the game no. and I had to replay the entire last chapter. So I just watched the final cutscene on YouTube, I was like, I'm not playing the last <laughs> the last chapter again. So I have beat the game, but it literally crashed as I threw myself. And I was like, Good. oh, come on. Um, <laughs> but my favourite moment, and now I like this moment because it's it was weird for it to be in there. I don't know if everyone playing it would get it. And it's definitely more for me than anyone else. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where you've got these, uh, there's a knight and his squire and they're squabbling the whole time. It's like Sir Brigadier or something like that. It's a stupid name. Going along and... You find him in the future because you go backwards and forwards in yes. time for like flashbacks and story to work out where things are gone. You find him, he's stuck in a whale, you save his life. You, well, you pull a skeleton Standard. out, so the whale's fine. 
then you go back in time and you find him alive and he's arguing with the squire and he's like you brought me here there's no monsters for me to kill da, 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 da. yeah and this baker comes in and he goes oh there's my wife in the windmill um oh he's like what you want me to and he's like yes we'll get he's like don't kill my wife it's just we're on a break and he's like no it's, it's awful but the, the the thing i liked was he then goes to fight the windmill which is a don quixote Good. reference yep. right because he yep. believes a wizard has made all windmills giants but actually there's you he attacks it mm-hmm and it's actually a creature in the spirit world that then stirs, and it actually right. is a oh, monster really? that is is disguised as a windmill. And I thought it's a really cool, clever yeah. thing they had yeah. in there that I imagine most people playing this for the fart and poo jokes probably aren't picking up on. But they threw a Don Quixote reference in there that actually was beneficial to the story. And I thought That's it good. was really funny, really clever yes. that they had that in there. And it was my favourite moment in the entire game. And it comes in like chapter six or something it's like the second to last chapter yeah, right. and i was like that's I, yes. clever that's good i like I, that i thought that this. was heading to my favorite thing in games which is comical paradoxes when you something happens in the future and then you go back in the past and it turns out that you did it oh right right like my favorite example yeah. of that is the ocarina of time of the song of storms yeah where this guy's like this fucking asshole kid made it <laughs> yeah. rain <laughs> and I just can't this fucking song out of my head and he plays you the song and then you go back in time as a kid and play it to him. Yeah. He's right. like, what the fuck? There, there are a few moments like that in the game because you're busy like saving people. Like, you have yeah. to go back in time and kill a guy because um, he progresses the story so he's making you get right. like wolves to come get it but they, they play again in the future and things yeah. like that. But this was really, really good. Yeah, that, that bit there, the Don Quixote reference in a game called Flipping Death. Right. Yeah. Perfect. With fart and pool jokes. Excellent. Um... I'll go for my play of the game next. Cool. Um, I don't know how much, how big a play of the game you can have in like a Zelda game because you're quite limited with what yeah, you yeah. do. But um, like I said, the the feeling of downing one of these bosses in Shadow of the Colossus, especially with how aggressively violent he yeah. is. So um, like with anything, like if you get like trash monsters around you, if you do a certain combo and, like you said, get behind them, maybe you can initiate like a circle button, yeah. where it's like an execution move. Oh, cool. Where basically he will. There's there's so many different execution moves. Um, I probably have seen half a dozen, maybe. Um, so one of them he just sort of runs his sides up them, um, like, and then oh, double double side yeah, up double the back. side up up their back, puts it puts his hands in and then explodes into wraith form and just rips them apart, just on a trash monster, right? So yeah. you've got. But um, it's just stuff like that really, really, really... I know it's, it's morbid, but it excites me where you go, oh, yeah! Cool. The satisfaction grew yeah, some um, Yeah, I and get And I that. think the... so the the I'm going to go on about this Colossus boss that I fought. Um, it's got the, the sort of epic feel to it, that when this... so you, you end up getting these three gems to get this giant to help you get to this next place. Turns out one of the gems is corrupted. Oh, no, it's the one you've put in his head. He's turned on you. So... These dwarf guys are trying to help you calm this guy, and you've just gone, nah, we're just going to take <laughs> this guy down. So, all this epic music starts as it descends, the sort of black lines close, and then you're in this epic fight in this massive it's clearly a boss fight because it's a massive circular field. Um, and you just basically you've got the epic music playing on your horse, and then you like he, he throws this thing at you, you've got to then use your ricochet gun to send it back to him. Then when he's on the floor, you gotta gallop over, get onto him, climb up, kill one of these gems, and then 
when you get to actually fin- finally finishing him off, you you become this giant wraith character, right. and it's just one of those finishing moves that you just absolutely obliterate the guy. I love it. It's it's so satisfying, <laughs> and it's that that those cutscenes, even littered throughout, just trash monsters, is just constantly on the go all the time. So play the games. That's just those segments every single time. Every every on that particular mo- that particular one stood out absolutely but it's they happen so often and you never get bored of them so um yeah that's what i would like to put forward please cool awesome <laughs> darren are you coming in hot with your last one my play of the game involves a spoiler for the game hades that's actually really obvious if you think about it for more than two seconds Mm-hmm. Uh, so the game Hades is about you trying to escape from your dad, Hades, to go to the surface to find your mother. Um, just to clarify, if you don't want to listen to the spoiler, skip ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the game is about you trying to escape your dad, Hades, to go to the surface to find your mum. Who do you think the final boss is? Your mum? No. Your dad. Oh, what? Your dad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's right. going to be one of the two, wasn't yeah, it? it's going to be one of the two. Uh, but basically, the way it builds up the entire time is every time you die and when you begin, Hayes is like, stop being a knob. Stop trying to escape. Yeah. You, you know you're going to end up here. Stop fucking about. And as you go through and you get the boons, the gods are all like, oh, come up come up to the surface. It's fucking grand up here, boy. <laughs> yeah. And every one of, every one like, of them no, has you like grounded, son. a different attitude. Right. So um, Athena's like, you should escape because... It's not right for you to be there. It's not right for him to keep you prisoner there. Yeah. Whereas mm. Poseidon's more like trying to be cool Uncle Poseidon. Right. So he's like, ah, oh, it'd be fucking sweet to see you, boy. And Dionysus is like, party boy. Aphrodite is weirdly flirty. And there's all stuff like that. Excellent. Of course, you get their boons and you get their abilities. And it's this idea that they are providing their power to you to help right. you escape and help you achieve your goal. Okay. So it's this perfect, like, crescendo of the theming when you reach the surface and you walk out into like this snowy field right from being from the un- having to work your way through the underworld and also because um after you get there the first time uh-huh. whether you win or lose the next start of the next run you meet demeter who is the goddess of harvest who apparently has just frozen everything right. so she's like oh, i see you made it to the snow <laughs> have some powers from me and it's like cheers loves. that's cool but it's this like crescendo of the theming because you then have to fight Hades, and he is your last roadblock for you to go to the surface and find your mother. Hmm. And because you've picked up all of these boons along the way, it is truly this feeling of having all of the other gods you've encountered behind you, and you're yeah. using their power and their collective ability to and the experience beat, you've got along the way to take to him beat down. what is friends. really a fucking your friends along <laughs> the way, it is the friends you've made along the way. But it's to beat what is honestly a fucking hard boss. Like the I imagine fr- he is the first time I fought him. <laughs> Being Hades Hades and all. One of your um, powers you can get is Death Defiance, which is essentially a half-health revive. So a big middle finger. I had three of them. Okay. I lost all of them. Got him down. Finally got him down. Like, yes. And he has a second health bar. And he just fucking melted me. Oh! (laughs) A second health bar. Not even my final form. Yeah, that sort of... But it's this thing of... Sephiroth. Once you get, like, the right combination, it truly feels like all of the gods have come together to help you achieve your goal and help you beat him and finally escape. And then... 
I, I assume the music lends itself to, um, especially, like, like you said, after you've beaten him, the music just gives you this massive lift. Just to... Yep. And there's a lovely slow bit where you're walking through snowy grease and you walk to a cliff edge and watch the sunrise. Oh. And of course, because oh. you've been in hell, he's like, oh, this is what this is a, a sunrise. A single yeah. snowy tear. <laughs> I imagine there would be if it wasn't so small. Yeah. But it's just this thing of like the entire time the gods have been like, we'll help you achieve your goal, we'll help you get through. We want to see you come here and join us amongst the pantheon of the gods. Yeah. And that is how it feels in that battle as he's beating the shit out of you. Like <laughs> I've got every other ability. I can deflect him because I've got Athena's powers yes. and I can inflict doom and charm and hangover on him oh, because the worst I've kind got of all charm. of these various kinds of powers. <laughs> and it all just comes together. Like my final ability was Demeter's Call is what it's called, like a super ability. Okay. Whereas it's like a snow... Like hurricane essentially okay so i just stood in the middle of that just fucking wailing on him and i'm like yes the gods are with me <laughs> let me out dad <laughs> out of interest because you obviously go back and you can speak to the god the, the things you've beaten when you speak to do you get to speak to hades at all afterwards he acts like nothing happened does he yeah. oh so everyone else acknowledges it but he refuses to acknowledge you've Ev- beaten him. everyone else is like oh you made it what was it like and he's like just stop messing around like don't joke with me it's like Ooh. you you fuck I, lo- I love that that's yeah. great yeah um, play the game I, I think I had a strong showing you were shocked by flipping death having to play I the game I was good but it's, it's it's nothing compared to the others this is a oh yes because I used to teach English I really love this <laughs> fucking <laughs> reference in there um, but that's, that's I don't know I, I kind of like that you tried to go with the similar thing from last week where you appealed to Paul's love of Ghostbusters I know and then appealed flipped to it on his head <laughs> Huge shit. Um, yeah, uh, do listen to me being a villain last week. Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's be, so I feel like this is probably not going to win my one, unless you think it might do. Um, I, I don't see. Like I'm, I'm, I like the writing behind it. Yeah, it's I wouldn't, just not I wouldn't say it's a, it's a play. It's a play of the game. It's what's written into the game yeah. that's clicked with you but it's no, it's no it's no different to I suppose trying finding that secret room with a dog like that yeah, yeah. but yeah. I I agree it's not a moment where it's like yeah but I mean for me it was the one moment in the game I went that's good <laughs> I'll say it's similar to my reaction to the play from last week where because I have oh no connection to, to yeah Don Quixote it just doesn't do anything oh, no, for me. I get that entirely. I don't think it would resonate with a lot of people. It was just a thing. Yeah, which it's is a why, fun thing. Yeah, which absolutely. Is why I'm busy going, I don't see it winning this thing yeah. at all. Right, okay. But I see you both are going to be defending your points. Absolutely, yeah. But I feel... <laughs> <laughs> but from... Although I think yours was cool, Paul, with yeah. what's going on with that, the animation. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, a, it's the same thing as that. There's a the, this, the feeling, I think, that Darren got behind his I think that adds that... Mm bit more gravitas to as the much as it pains me to say i think so too especially because it's on run like 15 <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I think i'd lost to him four times by then i can't yeah like, oh, oh, man. <laughs> and uh, that, that final feeling of release where you actually get it and you get there and then you go oh this is only ran one of ten <laughs> I, yeah I, I think at the time my partner lauren was trying to sort something and she was trying to talk to me i'm like Shush! <laughs> Stop for just two minutes while I do this. I I think it's I think it's Hades. I think Hades mm. has got it. 
I think it's Darren I think it again. Has. Yes, I think it's Darren has. again. Which gives oh. you two points, Darren. Well done. Which Darren. is our first double win episode. Oh, what? Oh, it is. Me Holy and shit. Darren Beautiful. Walk, walk away with a yes. win. Uh. Paul gets nothing. <laughs> nothing. That's me. But what's interesting is mm. obviously we've got three episodes left. Three episodes yeah. left. Okay. At the moment, me and Paul are tied on three on wins. Three. That's three Darren's, and two. Darren's on two. Anyone oh. could win and anyone could lose this still. Yeah. Oh, I knocked off my fucking game. Literally oh, anyone could win no. and anyone could lose at this point. Are we, oh, yeah, and even if you think you're safe with a win, it doesn't mean it because now we know double wins are actually know. feasible in, in this. Yep. Um, happens. Right, yeah. but it happens. That's, Shit. That's great stuff. So uh, before we go, uh, uh-huh. I just want to say uh, thank you for listening, but don't go yet. We're going to just plug our socials and we're going to pull what we're going to do next time. Ooh, yes. Yes. So um, do check us out on our uh, Instagram and our Twitter. It's at discountpod, um, all one word. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, Twitter, pretty much the same stuff going on there. Do get involved. Any comments you throw at us, we will get back to you. We always want the discussion. Mm-hmm. Let us know, is there a better game out there? Would you have thought of death differently? Did we do any game of dirty? Did I undersell flipping death massively? <laughs> Would you have picked a game with a protagonist who can't hear? Yes, maybe. Maybe that's what you've gone for. For death. A death. <laughs> I, yeah. I literally thought about it and I, I couldn't find a fun option. One. Couldn't find one that was good. Um, a couple of games. Uh, oh, also, there is our email address. Yeah, if you, if you want to contact us via email for whatever reason, if you just want to chat or if you want something, I, I don't know what you contact us an email for. A it's picture up to of you. yourself? Oh, just not anything bad. Um, you can contact us at discountpod at gmail.com yeah and last thing you can contact us on um, go onto our anchor you can send us a voice message as well and we yes. potentially put those into our um, episodes if you want if they're good unless they're just you cursing us out even then we might still stick it in there and go look at this guy he's passionate um, and if, it, if it's something bad I'll just listen to it in the dark and cry um, yeah it'd be and great just, just a quick thought before we go uh-huh. were there any other games you were thinking of giving out I'm for, for other people for this for death yeah I was looking at a game I think it came out sometime last year but I had a limited run physical release called Spirit Fairer yep yes which is a nice cartoony game about yeah. you it's similar to Flipping Death you're the boatman yeah on essentially the afterlife ferrying people around mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. one of those games that will make you cry cause that's it's one really of the ones fucking sad that's one of the ones I looked into that said it helped a lot of people deal with their grief Absolutely. and stuff but I've, I've played like 30 40 hours of it on pc oh really i adore it cool wow. and it made me cry twice um oh. anything else that you thought? i i had potentially getting heavy rain for darren who's never played it before that's oh. a good idea oh which, you've not have you no i haven't which i thought oh. would have been a cool one um still think you should play it yep um any 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 other one that you want to mention because i know you had two switch games potentially between um and now you seem to have forgotten it i have that comes with age we haven't even brought up your age. It's you every time. <laughs> I, I remember I got a message from you asking if I'd started Dark Souls yet. Yes. And the topic came up and I went, oh, God. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so. But yeah, so lots of thoughts about death. But what are we doing for next episode? Oh, yeah, um, we'll we get Darren to pull up his, uh, what's it called, Darren? The Random Genre Generator. Yes. Um, it gets more accent every time. <laughs> the accent doesn't improve. Uh, just it gets more. more. I, I mean, what's the deal <laughs> with no accent? Quick, Paul, um, Fuzzy Bear, go. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what are we doing? We just have to do a segment just of these. <laughs> what, are doing, what are we doing next time? What are we doing next time, Darren? Okay, so the topic for our next episode mm. is 
Metroidvania. Which oh, is going to be awesome. It's going to be a great one. Um, oh, yeah. Very excited. It's Yeah, so either oh. Metroid or Castlevania, guys, and you win. Yep, that's pretty much it. That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Oh, I love a good Metroid game. I, I do great. as well. Um, I think oh. this is going to be a real hard-fought topic next Metroidvania. one. Metroidvania. This one felt less fighty. I think next week is going to be very, very fighty. fighty. And it's not even going to be for our own games. We're going to be fighting no. for the games we're playing, I think. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, excited, boy. Excited. So do come back. Check us out next week. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not next week. Next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very excited for it. And do let us know if there's any Metroidvanias you could think of that you think might be a good shout. Um, if not... Tough. Okay. <laughs> Tough. That's what they are. Uh, so, yeah, thank you for being here. Um, as always, uh, unplug from your player mm-hmm. four port. Blow on it, because I said that last time. Yep, blow um, on it. And out. we'll catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>